Welcome to Being Humankind, with your hosts Brian, Mike, and Neely. We explore what it means to be human in a time of disconnection. What's the greatest lesson that you've learned that didn't come from a book or wasn't explicitly taught to you by another person? Besides not to grab a live wire when installing a uh, outlet. Uh, <laughs> you learned that one by experience. Huh? That one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the room knew that I learned that, that, <laughs> that lesson. Um, who? Hmm. Yeah, so this actually, I've talked about this in a couple of uh, presentations and um, it, this, this lesson got me through COVID uh, in 2020, which I can't really complain about. You know, I was an essential worker. My wife was working from home. It really didn't affect us other than my kids who my, my daughter has a learning disability and she's struggling in school. And this was, this was hard and she's working through it. But um when my, when my second was born, she was six weeks old and um, somehow she had gotten a, a rash on her face and um, we went to get it checked. And while I was driving to work, I got a call from her doctor saying like, go home, get her, take her to Children's Hospital now. Um, and, you know, he said like, take her to the ER, I'm calling them. And um, so we rushed, this was in uh, 2017. So um, we rushed and, um, Basically, he said, like, all right, she might have this infection. It might be in her spinal cord. If it's in her spinal cord, we have a really, really bad problem here. It could be fatal. Um, tell your wife to go over there. You're coming with me. And, you know, they brought me into the room. And, you know, I had to compress my six-week-year-old daughter so that they could give her a spinal tap on the fly. Um, and it was just, like, the worst, the worst thing I've ever seen. And um, luckily, um, they didn't find in the spinal they didn't find it in the spinal cord. So they said like, well, we have, you have two options here. You can, um, you can treat her as if she had it. That's the safe play, which means you're here for at least two weeks, or you can take her home and we'll see how things progress and, and do that. And, you know, I was fresh at a new job, you know, lightning bolt hit out of the, <laughs> you don't know what you're going to do. Um, luckily, um, a dear friend of mine who's a Mason is also a doctor in virology and um, happened to be like one of the leading experts on this disease. Um, so I called him from the ER and it was, um, it was incredible. He was just like, he knew the treatment already. And he's like, Ryan, this is what you're going to do. Think about what you're going to do. You know, is your job worth this? And, you know, looking back, I'm like, why didn't I obviously just do this? But you're in shock when it happens. You have you have no idea what you're doing. So um, we ended up treating her. My my new boss was amazing. He just said like, "Why are you calling me? You know, like get get in there." Um, which is one of the reasons why I'm I'm sticking with this job is the, the respect my boss gave me. But um, um, while I was in there, you know, we we were in a we were in the room and this floor and and um, Boston Children's Hospital is this amazing place where like you see the worst and the best in, in, in the world, you know, like, um, 
And I remember, you know, my wife would take turns and I to go down into the, um, to the calf to just eat dinner. And um, people there just want to talk, you know, they're, they're, they're there. And, you know, I remember sitting down at a table and there wasn't a lot of room and there was another woman there. And, um, you know, I sat down and um, she just very cheerfully, Hey, how you doing? How, how's everybody? And I, you know, I kind of explained her the situation and um, she said like, yeah, you know, we've been, we've been here nine months and um, you know, she started telling me what was going on and, you know, like you knew she wasn't leaving, you know? Um, and um, you know, it's really, really hard to talk to that woman. Uh, but it was great at the same time, you know, it was just like amazingly human moment that I remember. And, you know, we laughed, we joked, you know, we, we joked about like some of the situations here and, you know, she had this moment of like release, I guess. Um, and it was, it was, it was a really cool moment. And um, at the same, like the same day we found out that the girl who was like the next door over was going home. And, you know, her mom was like, a ball of joy <laughs> and you know dad was ready to go he's got the car seat and i'm like so so you know if you don't mind me asking what what was cost you go oh she was born without a sternum i was like what <laughs> no bone on her chest then they fixed it i'm like okay it's pretty incredible and um that whole experience of the two weeks was you know i'd meet guys who would come in and just hold kids you know that's what they would do and, and you know i met this guy who was like clearly full of money you know, had more money he could possibly do with. And that's what he did. He, he sat with kids and held them so their parents could take a nap. And um, it was, it was a really eye-opening experience because I remember talking to my wife after we got home and just looking at each other saying, I will never complain about another thing in my life. And um, when COVID hit, you know, we, we had friends I wouldn't say friend. We had acquaintances that, you know, we, we went to college with or something. We haven't seen them in years and no intention of seeing they live on the other side of the country and, and whatnot. And they're just complaining about like being stuck at home with their kids during COVID. And the only thing that I could think of is that was heaven on earth for all those people who are stuck in that hospital. And, um, and it, it just, it just really struck me. I'm like, I have not complained about a thing since that, you know, like my kid has a cold, who the hell am I to complain about a cold? I, there are so many people in this world who wish they could hold their kids throwing up in the toilet. <laughs> you know, it's a part of life and uh, you should embrace it. And um, there is no way in hell you could have taught me that lesson in a book or, uh, or in a story or anything like that. It was, a, it was an emotionally raw, almost religious experience when I look at back at it as a whole. Wow, thank you. Um, I know like my daughter had open heart surgery at Boston Children's at three months old. So I, I get what you're saying. Like totally like that place, we were supposed to go to Mass General and we decided the last minute not to because they were jerks and like Boston Children, like I don't know if my daughter would be alive today if it wasn't for them, so. It just, it also awoke me to like, you know, I had very, you know, I had very few like idols in my life growing up. Um, and one of them, even though he didn't really play while I was alive, it was just like, you know, I grew up as a Boston sports fan and Bobby Orr was like, you know, 
God sent to America, <laughs> like the Lord spoketh and, and Bobby Orr came. Um, and, you know, the guy who, that, that, that elderly man who was telling about who clearly had money, he would just tell me, he goes like, you know, Bobby Orr wouldn't tell anybody, but he would just like come from a game to just say hi to the kids. And I'm like, it's incredible. It, you know, it, it's just absolutely incredible what that type of trauma and pain can do um, in the name of good too. Like there's, there's, there's a ramification that can come from these horrible situations where the absolute best of people can be brought out at the same time. And um, that, that's another thing that, that's kind of stuck with me especially now with all the crap happening in the world, like right now, all the, all the, the BS that, that is just flowing, <laughs> um, uh, you know, like you, you, people forget that out of these moments, the best moments in human history come. We just got to be ready to accept it and support it and, and look for it. Even if people are trying to make sure we don't see it. 